Are you ready to take control of your wealth and design the life you envision for yourself and your family? Welcome to Wealth of Insight with Austin Wittenberg from Wittenberg Wealth Partners. Austin guides you through the entire planning process to help you build a plan that seeks to protect your financial future. He empowers you with creative investment opportunities and planning ideas to help you understand and achieve your long-term goals. It's time to gain confidence in your financial future. Now, onto the show. There is a team at Wittenberg Wealth Partners, and every member is important. Austin Wittenberg, the host of this podcast, is here for an in-depth discussion with one of those members. Austin, would you please introduce us to Rick? Yeah, we have Rick Gallagher with us today, and he is our one of the partners at our firm, but as well as you know, on top of that, he is also our Director of Financial Planning and Chief Investment Specialist here. So, Rick, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give us a quick background on you and, and what you do for us? Yeah, sure. Happy to and glad to be here. I am, yeah, like you said, Austin, a partner in the firm. Graduated from the University of Utah with a bachelor's and, and master's degree in accounting and went on to do uh, some work for a big four firm, PwC. I was a financial auditor for them. And uh, after a couple of years, realized that I'd like to make a change and, and try to have a little more impact on people's lives. So I was recruited by Dan, our, our founder, managing partner, to join Wittenberg Wealth. And, you know, I've had a, an excellent, excellent experience since. We like um, to think that we rescued you from <laughs> the auditor life. Have a little bit more fun. Yeah, definitely a little bit more fun and, and have more impact on individuals' lives, which is much more meaningful. It's great. Great. Well, yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. You know, as I mentioned on the last episode, our focus is financial planning. So I want to have you explain the resources that we have for planning and why we like to start there. Yeah. So we, you know, we probably mentioned that we're connected nationally to LPL financial as our broker dealer. And, you know, they have a, a pretty extensive team of CFPs and attorneys um, with a breadth and depth of knowledge and resources and a, a pretty vast experience in the world of financial planning we have the opportunity to lean on them when we need to. Of course, we have some pretty impressive resources right here locally in our firm, but when we need additional help, when we need additional expertise, or we call them subject matter experts in a particular field or a particular topic, uh, we can really go to and lean on them for pretty much anything. Now, in, in addition to that, you, you mentioned software. We, we use a comprehensive financial planning software that we would, we would certainly say is best in class. We really enjoy using it. it. It allows us to perform really detailed, really deep, rigorous analysis of our client situations. But the real beauty of the software, I think, is where it takes all that detail and all that information, our analysis, and can simplify it, break it down, really ease the conversation for our clients in the end. Yeah, and those are always my favorite meetings is those, that planned presentation meeting where we throw the software up on the screen yes. and we get to live role play with our clients. You know, it, this financial planning process, we really view as collaborative. We don't yeah. want clients to feel like, Hey, there's just these guys in the back room, these CPAs entering in all this information and they just, we hand them a book of numbers, right. but we really want to have that collaborative experience. And that really is the best part, you know, the most yeah. fulfilling meetings for me, at least as the advisor. I, I couldn't agree more. We, you know, we, 
will always put together that comprehensive plan. And, you know, it's a document of probably too many pages with all that information. And, you know, clients are typically going to kind of look at that and say, wow, they've done a lot of work. That's great. They really understand my situation, but they don't want all that, you know, all that detail and all that nuance. And so, you know, like you say, when we put that live up on the screen and, and bring the plan to life, I think that's where the client really starts to connect with some of the work and some of the analysis we've done. Yeah. I love it too. Yeah. So give us your perspective on why we like to start with the plan rather than jumping right into investments, insurance, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and, and you've probably mentioned this before, but we work on a cross-disciplinary basis. So we don't work in just an insurance or investment or tax perspective, but across the board. And so this comprehensive planning approach allows us to understand our clients and their hopes and their goals and their visions for the future. I think on a much deeper, more meaningful level, it allows us to understand, you know, beyond the quantitative, beyond the numbers, beyond just what money's in what accounts to things like, how do you perceive wealth and how do you think about money? Which those kinds of conversations allow us to discover what might be most important to them. What the purpose is behind having money and having a financial plan. What are we really driving at? So we, you know, we, we understand that money can be a, a tough conversation, that a lot of people have a negative relationship with money, either from the past or, or currently. And yet we, we can also all understand that there's a lot of good that money can do. And, and that it does produce in our lives when used in the pursuit of, you know, these higher, better things, these purpose-driven things that, that we all want to pursue. And so the planning process, at least the way that we undertake it, I think lets us really jump on board with our clients on, it's a little corny, but on their journey through life. Yeah. So I think that's what really differentiates financial planning from simply just investment management. And that is that there are people behind the money. There are visions, hopes, dreams. It's not just about, hey, I need to get X percent return, but it's I'm getting this return so that this particular objective can be accomplished. And that I think really Absolutely. deepens that client relationship and you know allows clients to not you know to take ownership of their goals and objectives. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think you said it really well. Perfect. So now that we've discussed the planning here a little bit more, let's jump into that investment piece. And, and at Wittenberg Wealth Partners, from your perspective, how do we approach investing? Yeah. So uh, you've said it pretty well, but we want our clients to invest with purpose. So I, I think it's really common and, and not necessarily a bad thing to say, well, what have the, the market indexes done, right? What have the benchmarks done and sort of benchmark a portfolio or investing against some of that arbitrary stuff. That's what they're going to see on the news, right? Or when they open Absolutely. up Twitter or Facebook, they're getting bombarded with that kind of information. Yeah. You know, and we often tell our clients, Hey, you know, just turn the financial news off and just leave that to the side. So we want to go beyond just beating those arbitrary benchmarks. Frankly, the benchmarks don't, don't care about the clients. And if something doesn't care about you, maybe you shouldn't care about it quite as much as we do. Um, we, we want their investing. We want investing to drive outcomes for them and their life. And again, to go back to the planning process, we start with that so that we, like I said, jump on board with them 
and learn to care about them, become a trusted, you know, family advisor to them. So to, to get more specific, we see that there's really four phases of investing and, you know, we're going to go through these one at a time with, with any client, but really these phases are a circle, right? They're, they're kind of recurring again and again. So first we're going to develop and then design and implement and monitor a portfolio. And we're going to do that, you know, on a continuous basis, we're not going to set a portfolio. We're not going to, you know, set up a portfolio and then just forget about it. Never talk to the client again, never look at it again. We're going to constantly go through this process. So, you know, I would say each of these phases, as far as our approach uses really simple yet very profound and very time tested principles of investing to include, you know, things like diversification, strategic asset allocation, rebalancing. And then of course, we're always, you know, very conscientious of the tax implications of the investing we're doing and the costs associated with it, you know, as well. Yeah. So there's really a lot that goes into this and it, I think it's important to reiterate that it's not just a one and done experience. You don't just throw your money into this bucket and then nobody ever looks at it again. We're, con- we're constantly monitoring where things are at and tweaking if necessary and making sure that we're staying true to the discussions that we had in that planning process and stay helping clients stay on track, you know, with that constant monitoring and, you know, communication about their portfolio and what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And the experience for the client in all of this is very important, right? So if we, if we have a time, I shouldn't even say if I should say when we have a time that market volatility hits and, you know, a client logs in and checks the balances in their account and their stomach, you know, does that somersault. Oh my goodness, what is happening? We're there, right? We're the first call. And and we always say we're, we're happy to be and to some extent, it's our job to be a shoulder to cry on in those moments. So what we try to remind our clients is that whether markets are soaring up or screeching down, that all successful investing is goal focused and planning driven. And then, you know, I think the opposite of that is true too, that all failed investing is market focused and current outlook driven. So, you know, when when we take some of these principles and and this general approach to investing, I, I think that we're able to build portfolios that are efficient, they're risk managed, they're disciplined, and, you know, most importantly, they're tied to our clients' needs. Let's talk for a minute here then about our investment selection process and how do we determine of the hundreds and thousands and probably millions of different yeah. options, how do we boil that down to, to the few that we use? Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll never forget when I first joined Wittenberg Wealth, it's been almost five, well, a little bit more than five years ago now, you know, I was a CPA. I, I had, you know, bachelor's and master's degree, all that. So I thought it was a really smart guy. I was humbled very quickly and, you know, realized that this is a big, broad, deep universe, you know, in, in the world of investing to say nothing of the, you know, the extended world of financial planning. So I think it's really important to say that we start with, in in terms of investment selection and building a portfolio, we start with that broad universe of investments. And then we have access through LPL financial and our national resources there to very stringent institutional style investment committees and due diligence that screens and vets 
potential professional money managers, potential investment opportunities and funds. So, you know, once it's whittled down a little bit there, we're left with still a very large but smaller basket of investment opportunities. And it's then our job to be our client's advocate to the marketplace. We know and care about them. We've established that pretty well. But the investment managers and the investment opportunities we're talking about, they don't really care about the end client. They care about their investment mandate, right? We're going to invest in large cap growth stocks like Amazon, or we're going to invest in fixed income and bonds. But we care about the client. So it's our job to go out and find the very best managers to insert into their portfolios to manage money for them. And I hate to keep going back to this, but the plan, the planning process is really how we become the client's advocate, right? Yes. And yes. we take that role and doing what's in the client's best interest very seriously, right? So I'm a CFP, you're a CFP and a CPA, right. Dan's a CFP, right? We've, we're a team of CFPs and that CFP, as well as just industry standard and our personal morals, you know, we're going to do what's in the best interest of the client. And that advocate role is something we take very, very seriously. And once we've been through that planning process, that's going to allow us to make the best, just, you know, make, make the choices for the client. That's going to ultimately be in their best interest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. So I've been in the industry 10 years, you know, that's relatively young for the financial services industry. But what I can tell you is that most clients have no concept of the level of risk that they're taking in their portfolio. You know, we've had this decade plus now of relatively straight up market. Yep. And so in that scenario, you know, in that situation, being having a risk on portfolio and being aggressive has made a lot of sense, but that's left clients now with what happens in the next pandemic or with whatever market volatility, you know, they're, they're for the most part unaware of the type of risk they're taking. So can you explain a little bit about our, our approach to risk and how we help clients understand the risk inside their portfolio? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a really good conversation. Uh, and I agree that, that most people don't have hardly any concept of how much risk there's. So we and all, that, under- quite honestly, that's not their fault, right? There's not, yeah, there's I no, agree. they didn't teach us that in high school, right? About risk and how to assess the risk of your investment portfolio. It's just not something that a lot of people are equipped to do. Yeah. You and I could talk for a few podcasts about the need for financial literacy in high school and maybe freshman years of college, but we won't, we won't go too far into that. So, so I agree. Clients need to understand the risk that they're taking. And I I think most people understand the basics of the risk return trade-off. I mean, my experience in client meetings is you know, you bring that up and they, you know, they start shaking their heads. Well, yeah, of course, risk comes before return. You know, what, what we understand is that if we can stay, if we can help clients stay invested over what we would call full market cycles, call it a, at least a five to seven year period, that over those kinds of long-term periods, markets are going to take care of people. You know, we can understand that from the math and the science and historical norms. So it, it really becomes our job to help our clients through those rocky market times. If we can get specific with how much risk a client can stomach, and, and I say stomach intentionally, you know, I mentioned that, that stomach turning experience of logging in and checking your portfolio. I, I, a per, quick personal experience. 
I'll never forget logging in and checking mine in, you know, the COVID dip, the March of 2020 time when the markets were just tanking. You know, I do this every day. I I knew what the numbers were going to look like and I avoided looking at them for a couple of weeks. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to log in and check that out. And I did. And even kind of knowing what it was going to be, even doing this every day, my stomach did the somersault. I couldn't believe the number. So if we can understand really specifically how much risk our clients can deal with, that's going to be 90% of our job of keeping our clients invested because if they log in and they can tolerate, you know, just sort of mentally and, and stomach where the portfolio has dropped to in those rocky times, then we, we've done a, a huge part of our job of helping them stay invested. And so, you know, again, the planning process is the first step in that. We're going to have a really good concept of where they need to be risk-wise just from the planning process. From there, we're going to use, um, and I really love this software. I think you do too, Austin. Um, it's a state-of-the-art risk scoring software. So it's going to remove some of the nuance, some of the, you know, this is what we're guessing and get really specific on how much risk our clients have appetite for. So it's, it's going to start with a dollar amount, you know, just arbitrary number, pick a hundred thousand. It would be more specific to the client, but just for an example. And from there, we're going to actually on the screen live with them, either on zoom or face-to-face, basically push a slider further up the risk curve. And they're going to see that, Hey, I'm taking more risk, but I'm getting more return, right? Over this next six month period, that's the time frame it measures it over. You know, I might have this hundred thousand might grow to 120, but it might drop to 80. So that risk return trade-off becomes very real. You put dollar amounts on it and, you know, green and red, and it's very simple to understand. And what my experience has been is that clients will stop and pause and they, they engage with this process and they think, man, I, I don't know if I could handle that. I got to think about that. And, you know, they'll turn to their spouse who we always hope are, are in the meeting with them. And they'll say, what do you think? And of course, there's sort of a disconnect there. And it, it gets such a good conversation going. So we'll go through a number of questions like that. It doesn't take too long. It's only 10 or 15 minutes max. And at the end, it actually gives us a number, 1 to 99, right? 99 being you want to really go for a ride. Number one, we're just going to keep everything. Think in of cash. it almost like a speed limit, right? Yes. Like, yeah, absolutely. How fast a, we're going on the highway. That's a perfect way to put it. So we can get specific as to how much risk they can tolerate. And from there to to come back to it again, we become their advocate to the marketplace. It's our job to go take that risk number, go out and make sure that we implement a portfolio for them that adequately compensates them for the risk that they're ready and willing to take both from a need and a want perspective need being you have these goals, hopes, and dreams. We need to take a certain amount of risk and want being what can you stomach, you know, sort of emotionally. Yeah. And that really is another just really impactful conversation with clients. So much of the investment world and a lot of the documents, you know, you and I are reviewing, talking about standard deviation and beta and R squared and all these industry terms that people don't have any, you know, real understanding of of how they mean and so or of what they mean. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. That conversation using that, you know, a nice round number from one to 99 and being able to show them, you know, with, with a high confidence of what sort of ups and downs they may experience that way, when there is a down, we can pull up that report and say, look, 
you know, we're down, but Hey, based on the analysis we did in the beginning, we're within the range that we would expect to be normal volatility for your portfolio. And that can just help again, provide a sense of clarity and understanding to them that, okay, yes, the markets are down. My investment portfolio may be down right now, but it's within a range that we were, that we expected it to be. So I can, I can still, you know, I, I feel okay about, about that. Yeah. I, I love it. I totally agree. I, I think, you know, it, it's worth saying that this software we use similar to our planning software will get us as the financial professionals into the weeds and into the details and into the rigorous analysis of R squareds and standard deviation and alpha and beta and all that stuff. And, you know, we enjoy that stuff. We, you know, push the glasses up a little higher on our nose. We enjoyed some of that nerd stuff. But again, it, it, when we can put this software in front of clients and simplify that conversation for them, I think that's what they really appreciate is they're taking care of all that stuff and then bringing it to me in a way that I can really understand and comprehend. And again, in a way that's meaningful for me and my family. As we wrap up here, let's spend a little bit of time on how we're holding ourselves accountable to our clients for those investment decisions that we make, right? We mentioned earlier, it's a continuous process. It's a circle. We're constantly, once we've had these conversations, designed their portfolio, put their portfolio in place, and we're monitoring it, how do we hold ourselves accountable to our clients? Yeah. So I, I think both of us, and I'm confident Dan too, could say there's probably nothing worse than a potential new client coming to us and saying, oh, you know, I, I have an advisor now, but I, I can't remember the last time I talked to them. I don't really know what's going on, that kind of thing. That, that to, to say the least, bothers us. And so it's of utmost importance to us that our clients know that we are there for them. We always say that we want to be our client's first call, and we mean that. So it's really important to us that we're getting you know, face-to-face, whether it's through computer screen or across, you know, the, the table or the desk from one another at least once per year and more often if needed. What I, you know, have personally found with a number of clients is that when we first bring them on board and do a comprehensive plan and implement an investment portfolio and, and other things, that it's, it's often very helpful to the client to meet, you know, maybe once every three or six months in, in that initial year, just to check in on things, make sure that they understand where things landed, make sure that we're implementing all of the, the elements of the plan. And once, you know, we, we all kind of have our feet under us, it might make sense to move to a semi-annual or, or an annual meeting, but that kind of an accountability is important to us. And, you know, to add on to that, I think it's important that we're proactive with our clients. So as you said, we're consistently and constantly monitoring the portfolios, assessing underlying holdings, recommending to our clients, rebalancing, and maybe most importantly, when big life events happen, a job change, a change, a child's born, I'm thinking about retirement, I'm looking to sell my business. Well, then we're going to have really serious conversations about what does the portfolio need to look like now for the future? Yeah. And I think it's that collaborative process that, again, just really strengthens those relationships and helps clients under, you know, take a little bit more ownership or be more involved in the typical process. Again, we never want clients to feel like, Hey, these guys are just in the back room doing stuff. And I have 
no idea what's going on. We want to be transparent with them and help them educate them on the decisions that we're making. And if we do that, and if there's a high level of communication with our clients, we're staying in contact, we're never going to get too far off track. You know, we're always going to make sure that we're getting back to that plan. And as clients plans change, we can, we can adjust. And that high level of communication, I think really that helps us stay on track with clients. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think both of us would agree. One of my favorite emails or text messages to get, you know, on our, on our office text line is, Hey, I have a question about the portfolio or, Hey, I'm having trouble getting logged into my website. That's showing all the account balances. Can you give me some help? It's like, absolutely. I'm so glad that outside of a meeting with us, that you're engaging with your portfolio and with your financial plan and thinking about this stuff. I will answer your questions all day, every day. Call me anytime. Well, Rick, I think that's a great way to wrap up there. And I just want to make sure everybody knows how to contact us for those who um, haven't been in contact with us before. You can give us a text. Rick mentioned our work text line. That number is 801-839-7056. You can also hit the website, wittenbergwealth.com. That'll have a contact us section where you can get in touch with Rick and I to ask any additional questions. That'll do it for us here on the Wealth of Insight podcast. And make sure you follow Wealth of Insight to make sure you know when the latest show is ready for you. And please share with friends and family to let them know you're thinking of them. Thank you for listening to the Wealth of Insight podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Stratos Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor. Stratos Wealth Partners and Wittenberg Wealth Partners are separate entities from LPL Financial. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wittenberg Wealth Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.